Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Those Muckrakers. I'm Pete. And I'm Pat. And, uh, wow, what a, what a week. It actually hasn't been, well, I don't know, it hasn't been that big a news week. Maybe, but it's been one of my favorite news weeks, because, um, while someone that we know may have won quite a few battles, one might say that he has, just this week, lost the war. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was the biggest thing. Um, okay, so I, I, I got some feelings on it. Um, are you ready for this? Yes. Are so, you going to tell anyone what it is? Yeah, I guess so. Here, So it turns out that crisis actor um, Alex Jones has taken himself off the air uh, on both YouTube and I think other social media platforms. I think he's still on YouTube, on um, Twitter. Uh, he's taken himself off the air and set up and faked an entire conspiracy to make people think that he's being censored by social media platforms. <laughs> That's basically it. Yes, so um, Alex Jones is just a crisis actor, people. He yells and screams, but he's not actually upset. He's, um, he's faking it all. Yeah, well, here's the well, here's the problem. You know, so here's the problem with Alex Jones is like, this is this is in the short term made him more popular, like because his his um his like podcast you can still like download the thing his podcast is on, so it's it's like blowing up. Yeah, uh, no, nobody, despite what people are saying, nobody censored him. Okay, like the the first amendment the first amendment does not guarantee you the um freedom from consequences. It doesn't guarantee you the freedom to use whatever distribution platforms you want. If yeah. he breaks the rules of the platforms that he signed up for when he signed up for them, he agreed to these rules, he broke them, he forced their hand, they removed him from YouTube, from Facebook, from Spotify, from some other places that people don't know quite as well. Um, my favorite tweets about this, though, uh, one person tweeted, Alex Jones finally loses his war against Info. Yeah. And then so... others are, he um, he... He might have won some info battles, but he lost info war, info one, Alex zero, all that. It's it's you know it's funny, but I'm also looking at like the serious side of it is like, what bothers me is I don't like that companies are hijacking uh, the moral high ground or any of this because you know or ethics because they don't really care about ethics. They're just doing it to make a buck, right? Um, right. In in the same way, very often that like. Uh, uh, food companies that make unethical food will also make an ethical version of their food. So you can either buy their unethical version or their ethical version for more money, but either way, your money's going to the same company, right? Yes. Um, so the problem with this is, if you were going to ban Alex Jones, why now? Why not sooner? If you if YouTube was going to kick him off before his following reached a fever pitch and he did real damage to people's lives, why why not why not pull him yeah, then? Because they, uh, they listed several reasons for removing him, and all of these but one has been done a long time ago. Like, calling Sandy Hook victims crisis actors was something he did a long time ago, right? That's been yeah. going on for more than a year. Uh, Pizzagate was two years ago he was talking about that. Uh, blaming Parkland on the wrong shooter to say it was a communist attack is sort of recent, but finally the straw that broke the camel's back was miming shooting Robert Mueller. Just recently we were talking about that remember we we're i was saying yeah. why isn't facebook doing anything about this and I, they sort I, I, of did then decided yeah. not to and i didn't think that, they would because he's made so many threats against so many people before that like i mean yeah. dude like this yeah, stuff like, is gonna uh, get people killed yeah this is um th this is really not good what he's doing especially whenever he's blaming the wrong person for shooting up uh parkland 
that could get that person killed, right? Well, if so someone's like, as, why didn't anyone arrest him? And then they so go after him. I don't feel I don't feel bad for Alex Jones, and I'm glad he's gone. I wish he was. I wish they had just kind of removed him for violating terms of service earlier. But here's the thing. So I've been listening to uh, Satan's Right Hand, Darling of the Right, um, probably the only ultra right uh, conservative mouthpiece that sometimes makes sense. Uh, ben Shapiro. Yes. I don't like Ben Shapiro. But here's the one thing about that dude. Uh, he's the only one that I've listened to that in a lot of instances kind of has a nugget of sense. Uh, he's still horrible. Um, he's a deplorable human being, and I think he's smarter than he plays to be, or at least he should be smarter than he plays to be. Anyway, his whole point that he made that I thought was interesting was that the left doesn't apply their standard evenly, which is fine, but this isn't the left. I think this is just human decency. You know what I mean? Yeah, what is... Yeah. What does he mean by that? Like, who, so who, he else brings... has, who else has called Sandy Hook victims crisis actors and were not removed? So he brings up the new uh, person on the editorial board. I'm trying to remember her name for the New York Times. You do know most of those people that were um, taken down by the Me Too movement were people on the left, right? Like yeah. um, anyone from C.K. Louis, or was it Louis C.K.? Him to um, Stephen the person who hired Stephen Colbert just recently got hit by that, and he's going down. These are all people on the left. There's a huge list of them, which I would have if I had uh, thought that I was going to say this ahead of time. But we do seem to be like knocking people down left and right yeah, whenever yeah. they um, whenever they prove themselves to be monsters. Yeah, we don't I mean, stand for that anymore. But his, I think his problem is he's he does a thing that a lot of people do where they confuse the idea of uh, freedom of speech with freedom to say whatever you want with no consequences on any platform. Right. And like you but said, that's mistake, not true. It's not true. Yeah, like you can't do that. Right. Um, they, they mistake freedom of speech for being freedom from consequences. Also, I'm going to apologize to anybody listening to this because I don't know if my mic is picking it up. But when we started the podcast, they started having like a groovy street party like right outside my window. Oh, cool. Uh, and I hope it comes through just enough to give this like a real cool beat. Uh, but I, just, I can't hear it at all. So that's fine. It might pick knows. it up later. It might not. But if you are listening to this and it sounds like we're partying, just pretend like we're playing a partying beat because Alex Jones is off the air. Um, what I hope Woo! this... What I, Alex going away party. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. What I hope this does, though, is I know his, his, his whatever is skyrocketing for a while, but I hope repeated denied access to uh, YouTube and those other markets will... I'm hoping that it'll kill his popularity and eventually like people, it'll drive people away from him. Um, so the person that the, the right is bringing up right now, they're very angry about, is um, the New York Times, uh, a new editorial board that's member... Um, the, that's the person Ben Shapiro's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Zhang, um, about some old tweets that she had, uh, which are interesting, like... Um, so after they announced they hired her, uh, she has she, I guess she was part of a, a tweet uh, called hashtag cancel white people, um, <laughs> which I can't say I'm I'm against. Uh, like she said, I'm trying to find a, a list of her tweets. Um, they're interesting, but like at the same time, like I don't know, man. This is where we get into racism and like. Uh, the idea of if you are not part of the power structure, can you be racist? I mean, I'm asking so, you, like. So, um, can you be racist? Yes, you can still be racist if you're not part of the power. If you, if you're not part of the power structure, you can't be 
as easily systemically racist if you're say uh you know black or asian or whatever but you can still as a black person hate other black people you can hate white people you can hate anyone else for being who they are rather than you know hating the individual for their own personal merits yeah so so the that's that's still a condition that everyone has however white people in america have all the power so whenever they're being racist they're always punching down they're always coming at it from a position of the most control and i think even if your life is completely shit and you're white and you hate other people and they even might have it better than you right personally like your life to their life but it's still you're gonna get a lot more you know people up your ass about being racist than they would if they turned around and was racist to you so it's the so yeah and i've kind of hit the middle ground on that it's the idea that like if you can't if you don't have the power to oppress somebody uh for instance like sarah zhang uh in this power structure would not really have the power to oppress me because i'm a white man and she's an asian woman right but ah, right. she could be racist, and like I could still be racist. Like it's it's possible for both of us to make assumptions and and things on people based on their ethnicity, which I think is the um, the definition of racism. I don't. I think that anybody can be racist. I think when it gets into it, it's the the power of oppression and who has the power to oppress who, you know. Um, so I got some of her tweets, and I actually I like some of these, and I think they're they're I don't know, man. Like the right's really mad, but I kind of think they're funny, man. Uh, I mean. The only one I've heard so far made me laugh. And also, whenever she says cancel white people, I don't think she actually means that. I think she's just being... that. To me, it sounds like she's just being funny or she's being humorous. So, you know. Uh, so I, I don't... I don't uh, my, my point being is yeah. that I don't see if... Um, I, I don't see her as actually being racist whenever she says that. It, that. it doesn't strike me as being that. I could be wrong, but... She says things first like... In, uh, first impression. Objective reality is defined as a white man's mind. I'm like... I, I can fucking I can't argue with that. Like that's uh, just accurate. Yeah, yeah. evidence tells well, us. Well, whenever you're the person who gets to make all the rules, uh, whatever you decide is pretty much reality for other people. Yeah, uh, especially if you believe in um, not or non-objective realities such as uh, implied realities based on social situations. She's going, which says, is which I'm is gonna... a whole other paradigm and way of thinking that goes beyond the discovery paradigm of there's one objective reality that we all experience equally. Yeah, she says I'm going to get a grant to study white people or white Twitter. I'm like, yeah, I, I would I would pay for that. Um, yeah, yeah it's, just, it's, a, it's a lot of like lashing out against like white people and like that, the white power that, structure. That, that sounds less like lashing out. It's just like equal parts humor and obser- general observation and perhaps correct observation. My, okay, this is the one that's they really mad about. It says, uh, dumbass fucking white people marking up the internet with their opinions like dogs pissing on fire hydrants. Uh, yeah. They yeah, that, that sounds a bit... Kind of uh, do. That, that sounds like a... Like it's coming from a point of hostility from her, but also, you know, like you were just saying, they kind of do. Yeah, and it's it's sort of like, I don't know, man. I'm a white man, but I'm kind of like, yeah, you get it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see any problem with you expressing your opinion because, again, uh, you don't have the power to oppress me yet. Like maybe one day when things get better and we live in a more equitable world. Um, but right now, like, say that's and that's the narrative that like bothers me is the idea that like white men are being oppressed or disenfranchised in any way. 
VR. Like, I've never missed out on an opportunity because I'm a white man. And this is interesting in the comedy community. I see this more now, which I find interesting, but I look at this as leveling the playing field, not being being excluded. I see a lot of calls for... uh, people to uh, be part of um, of comedy shows or to submit their stuff to uh, any comedy comedy writing uh, sketch groups and stuff like that. But they go, we're looking for women, women of color, people of color, you know, this, that, and the other, right? Uh, and I'm a little bit like, oh, man, I'm not a woman or a person of color, but, like, I don't get mad and go, you're excluding me. I go, yeah, I'm a white dude. I'll probably be fine. I'll go on and do some other stuff. Like, they're just creating their, they're creating spaces so that they can do a thing that they've been excluded from. I, so, I mean, you, it's not like you, it's not like these are the only people looking for comedians on the block, and it's this or nothing, and you're like, well, I'm white, so I have nothing to apply to. You still have plenty of places to apply to, yeah. just these are for people that historically would not be able to get into all those other places you right. apply to because of general systemic racism would look at you and be like, well, he's a white man, we should probably just take him. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so, yeah, so, like, and that's, that's kind of where they're at, like, uh back and forth and like I said I hate Shapiro only because like Ben Shapiro's arguments are harder in my personal opinion I guess at my level of intelligence his and this is why I think he's more dangerous because they're harder um, they're harder to dismantle although interestingly enough he also does not like um, old uh, Alex Jones and Alex Jones threatened him several times really yeah 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 he played a clip of it on his show he goes yeah, he goes I don't like Alex Jones either uh while still paying there, lip service to go, the left uh, is censoring him. Well, I think the um, that Ben Shapiro and uh, Alex Jones are both crisis actors that just pretend to attack <laughs> each other. They're not real people. Inc- they're 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 um they're just pretending to attack one another to add validity to um their arguments whenever they say. But you know, let him go ahead and say whatever he wants. Yeah. Now, um, my favorite thing to come out of this was an Onion article. If I might read some of it. Absolutely. If we allow giant media platforms to single out individual users for harassing the families of murdered kindergartners, it could lead to a nightmare scenario of measured and well-thought-out public discourse, said Georgetown law professor Charles F. Uh, Abernathy, yeah. cautioning that it would sometimes that it was sometimes very easy for private organizations to draw a line between constitutionally protected free speech and the slanderous ravings of a bloated, lunatic, hawking snake oil supplements. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That's, they've taken that slippery slope uh, fallacy, and any time you want to talk about, like, we could find a balance, we could legislate, they always go to the, the extreme. Like, yeah. um, my favorite was when, uh, when we were valiantly trying to give people health care uh, yeah. they went to the extreme. They go, the government's got a, a, a death squad. Ah, the death panels decide to kill your grandma. And I'm like, I uh, think what they I, mean is a reasonable uh, group of doctors deciding whether to uh, continue expensive medical care. Or All right, the not. death panels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so that's they, they have to make judgments on because if everyone is entitled to a kidney suddenly outside side of having money to uh, differentiate you from anyone else, then uh, someone has to decide who gets the one kidney and who gets to wait in line and possibly die waiting in line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, like they, they freaked out. Like, come on, dude. Um, so yeah. yeah, that that happened this week. Um, things have been heating up in the Manafort case. Uh, if you're still following that, uh, his Ooh, best been fun. His best bro, his best bro buddy. Um, what was that guy's name? God, I already forgot. Uh, 
Do you spend extra in the other room? Yeah, so his, the, uh, his his best bro buddy basically turned evidence and was like, ah, yeah, we did all this illegal stuff. And they think that's why Manafort didn't take a deal because they wouldn't give him one. Because hmm. uh, cause his, his old buddy, old pal, uh, gave up all the goods I before. You know, like when two criminals oh. give... Huh? I said, ah, oh, I found it. I didn't headline it, um, the guy's name, but his name's Rick Gates. Yeah, Rick Gates. So, you know, like, two criminals are like, I'll tell you everything. But, like, one of them tells you everything first, and the other's like, I give it all up. And they're like, yeah, well, he already told us everything, so do you have any? Well, he kind of said what I was going like... to say, so do I still get the deal? Yeah, um, my favorite thing was uh, what Colbert said about it. He's like, you know, crime dramas have really misled me about the intricacies of criminal courts. Well, now you know I'm just a simple country lawyer, but, uh, uh do you do crimes? Uh, yes. Oh, no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, so that's, that's been fascinating. That's happening. Um, so, uh, I, you know, I wanted to, we wanted to do a, uh, start doing a new piece here called, uh, Pete's Science Corner. Because um, I wanted to, st- I've, I've been in a science class all week at the Natural History Museum, which has been great. But uh, I've actually got a, it, it ties into our politics, some science uh, of of uh, of of the political spectrum today, and I wanted to share it with you. Ah, do share. All right. So uh, today, uh, or today, this week, Mike Pence made another uh, another speech about the space uh. the space force. If you don't know what the space force, it is the new sixth branch of the military. Uh, it's going to dominate space. Um, and if no one was aware, that's basically just a really expensive way to reshuffle around people that are already in the Air Force, and that's it. It's not going to do anything besides yeah. cost us money and be pointless and dumb just as all a right. distraction from all the crimes Trump So that leads, that leads to a little background. All right, Space Force, we must dominate space. So, number one, the Air Force already has that job. Uh, they, uh, they, they got it. They're on it, right? Space. Uh Number two, and I don't think they're going to do this. Um, the one good thing, and I will say, and I don't, I'm not a, everything Trump does is horrible. He's a moron, da, 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 da. Uh, Space Force could be incredibly helpful if we use it as a planetary protection uh, arm, uh, branch of the armed services in which we pay attention to foreign bodies and threats from space that could potentially cause an extinction an extinction era event on the planet, right? Hey, there's so many more asteroids that yeah. could wipe out Earth out there than so, most people are aware yeah. of. And we're planning and we're 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 you know, we're watching and we're tagging and we're keeping we're keeping and th- luckily for us the Earth is A a very small target. B uh a lot of things would have to happen for it to be an extinction era event. For instance, I found this out recently, even up to where the asteroid lands. Like if it hits the ocean uh, then we may just see tsunamis, but it's not a planet-wide, it's not a planet-wide, uh, uh, you know, uh, death sentence. But either way, uh, so the Space Force could be handy if they're used to protect, uh, the world from outside, like, interstellar threats, right? Like asteroids and stuff like that. Uh, but my, my gut tells me that's not what he wants to do with it. It sounds very likely that he wants to, uh, and based on the rhetoric, he wants a space force because he thinks that China and Russia are like arming space, so he wants to go to space war with China and Russia. It's really dumb. You know what I think it is? Is I think he wants his name forever more attached to um, the sixth branch of government so that way, way in the future, in billions of years, whenever we're flying around space, everyone's like, sure am glad President Trump decided to give us space. We didn't have space before Trump. Well, 
here's here's the problem. Oh, the party stopped, and now a car alarm's going off. This is great. I can I can hear the car alarm. Yep. Apparently, okay, it's... Oh, it's the again. I guess Space Force is... I guess maybe there's an interstellar attack outside my window. Uh, huh. It's insane. There's, like, a party and a car alarm and a... Good. Okay, it stopped. Okay, so we'll, we'll edit that piece there. Okay, so um, here's the thing. And so everyone everyone goes and has these, these questions. And they go, why haven't we been back to the moon recently? Why aren't we going out? Because you know why? Because it's real expensive to get stuff into space. Um, yeah, prohibitively <laughs> expensive. Uh, and the reason that we were able to get uh, into space in the first place in the 60s um, is because we went crazy when the Russians got a satellite up and we freaked the fuck out. And we're like, we got to put all the money into science and math. we got to get us to outer space. So we got a huge boost in math and science, really focused in on that. Uh, basically, the nation was just really on fire with going to space, right? Yes. I don't really have that anymore. We need another existential threat. So uh, they're talking about the Space Force. Um, I think what he wants to do is put more people in space, which, again... A, prohibitively expensive to get them there, real prohibitively expensive to um, resupply them. That's why right now the only uh, object out there, uh, you know, man-made object out there that we have, and we've had it since, was it the 80s, the International Space Station? Yes. Yeah. So That's the only thing with uh, people on it anyway. Yeah, yeah. So we, we basically, the entire world can only afford to keep one space station up with a couple people on it if it shows you how expensive space is. Uh, yeah. So now here's the problem with yeah, Space Force. That, Go ahead. The thing about space is that once you leave Earth's atmosphere, everything in space wants to kill us really, really bad. Like, uh, being in a vacuum is extremely hazardous to a human being, so you have to keep them surrounded by air and give them water and food and exercise. Those their muscles atrophy, and also they're getting constantly bombarded by radiation. Yeah. And uh, it's just... It's the worst. Space is really deadly to people. So, uh, so here's the thing. So he wants, he's envisioning a really awesome like space army and space battles, right? Yeah. Well, here's God. the problem with here, here's the problem with war in space. Uh, I've been reading on this, and it actually makes sense. If you refer back to one of our earlier episodes when I talked about, I was doing a segment called "Things That Can Kill Us." Uh, if you remember the uh, what was it, the Kessler effect? Yes. Uh, so basically. Uh, Objects surrounding us at uh, objects orbiting the Earth at very very high speeds collide with each other. Peter's referring to um, all the satellites we have out there in space. Not even just satellites, um, space junk. Satellites are in specific geosynchronous orbits. Space junk is just out there, man. It's just doing its thing, you know. What was the space junk before it was space junk? Probably pieces of spaceships, just garbage that we've left up there over time. Old satellites, uh, you know, stuff like that that hasn't that hasn't been pulled into the atmosphere and burned up. That's just in a in an orbit. So the problem is this space junk, the space garbage. Uh, if it impacts it, if it impacts each other, it explodes. It's like a car wreck at thousands of miles an hour, right? And all those pieces fly out. But because uh, they're in, you know, like s- s- uh, orbit around the Earth, those pieces will collide at thousands of miles per hour with other pieces, and they'll explode into other tiny little shrapnels, and then they'll hit each other, and in like a in, in a huge, um, what do you call it, a chain reaction, right? Yes. And this and is something that could happen. They're, since they're outside of the atmosphere, they're, the pieces of the fragments are not getting any smaller as they go from one place to another. They all hold together because there's no 
air to create friction to burn them up. Yeah. So they're so it's an un- maintaining un- their size yeah, and so they're maintaining their velocity. Exactly. So it's an uncontrolled uh, uh, chain reaction of, explo- of, of basically fragmenting explosions. Now you can say, ah, it's in space. What's the problem with that? Well, we go to war. Uh, and war, honestly, war in space is mostly going to be maybe a high-altitude uh, space drone fight or maybe satellites. You know, We're going to be blowing up each other's satellites. We're not actually going to send dudes up there with laser rifles because that's a waste of money. Why would you do that when you could just send a space drone to shoot another space drone? Anyway, those explode. Now those explosions surround the Earth. Uh, and eventually what all this shrapnel does is it takes out all the satellites. So, and if you don't know this, everything that you love in your life, including this podcast, which can be found on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or anywhere podcasts are found, uh, places is, that uh, Alex Jones is now banned, yeah, banned yeah. from. You're like gone. YouTube. All the satellites gone. So, uh, all the GPS gone. You need Google Maps to get somewhere. Go fuck yourself. The satellites can't update and tell you where you're at anymore. All that's are, done. Are you- are you looking forward to uh, Eevee Day tomorrow in Pokemon Go? Ugh, that's not going to happen if all the satellites are gone. So no shinies. So yeah, so space. So a war in space is the dumbest thing because nobody wins. A war in space is kind of like having a nuclear war on the planet. Like you'd ruin everything for everybody because space yeah. is a shared resource. You know, uh, like once we just once we make once we fuck up space around the planet. Uh, it screws the whole planet. That's why this war posturing in space is absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Space Force, yeah, I hope that it's used to, you know, it's more money put into, like, detect and, like, watch, uh, you know, objects and maybe look at, like, sending out more more missions. But, yeah, honestly, it looks like, you know, the way that they want to do it, <laughs> we'll just waste a bunch of money sending the army into space. I... So, um... Oh, you know yeah, that's how... been Pete Science Corner. Yay, Pete Science Corner. So, uh, you know how kind of recently we talked about Bill Clinton meeting someone on the uh, the tarmac, and we're saying, oh, that's uh, uh, Loretta Lynch, right? He met Loretta R- Lynch on the tarmac, and we got to see a bunch of outrage from uh, Trump's deplorable followers because they were like, oh, Bill Clinton's witness tampering, so she'll you know clear Hillary Clinton and who's, all that stuff. Who's, right? so who's, we're... who's Loretta Lynch? Uh, she was one of the people that was investigating Hillary Clinton. She's like um, in the Department of Justice back there in Obama. Okay, so she was an Obama era justice, and she met with Bill. With she, she Bill met, Clinton. She met a former president who was married to somebody being investigated, and because this because person they met, met on the plane. Yeah, yeah. They um, people who saw her getting on the plane thought that maybe Bill Clinton was going to try and like wine and diner and convince her to um, just say that dine and 69er. Yep. And just like get Hillary Clinton off the, uh, the hook. And we were saying that is, that is absolutely ridiculous. You know, he could just fucking call her with a telephone. This is just people, you know, using movie logic of, Oh, this is, this clearly looks seedy if you frame it in a certain way to uh, say that um, this looks bad, whereas really there's so many ways he could have done this in complete secret if he had wanted. There's no reason to meet her in person. Yeah, well, that's the thing about like witness, witness tampering and stuff like that. Uh, not everybody's as stupid as the current president. Uh, most people, when they do cloak and dagger stuff, you know, do it undercover and like, you know, uh, secretly, not out in the open like a bunch <clears> of morons. 
Right. And speaking of doing things out in the open like a bunch of morons, and speaking of witness tampering such as what nailed Manafort and finally um, knocked him out of his humble house and straight into a jail cell, this week uh, President Trump met with um, a witness against him in the Russian Trump investigation, Hope Hicks, on Air Force One. Wait, wait, wait. Hope is witnessing against him? Yes. Well, she's she is a witness in that case, and she has spoken to Mueller. So she is considered a witness against him. Oh, okay, but no one's no one's upset about that. No, no, people are. Well, <clears throat> his Trump's followers don't care. Uh, everyone else is like losing their minds about this. Yeah, because well, this is definitely witness tampering, or can be considered witness tampering because he met with her in private. Yeah. Well, it's like the. I mean, it's the other problem where like uh. uh so uh, um, what's Amarosa's last name? I, isn't Amarosa her last name? Maybe Amarosa is her last name. What's her first name? Uh, let's just say she's Amarosa Amarosa. Anyway, so, uh, and this kind of, so it's just like when Tom Arnold was like, I got tapes, we'll take him down. And then so far, Tom Arnold has produced nothing. Uh, Amarosa says she has tapes of Trump, I guess, like, dropping the N-word casually because he likes to do it, right? Yeah, Amarosa says that she has um, Trump using the N-word on The Apprentice. Yeah, so I'm going to go and tell you a secret. Uh, you can take that tape and you can shove it up your ass because I guarantee no one cares. Yeah, no. We're past um, that. We are so far past that at this point. I mean, yeah. yeah, great. Use it to bury him, but I would be very surprised if anybody gives a flying fart uh, given, if that tape comes out. Given the quality of Trump's current supporters, the only way he would ever be able to um, lose any of them is if Omarosa prevented or pro provided definitive proof that he's never used the n-word if she can put that out there then suddenly his followers would be like well you know maybe he's not as good as i thought he was yeah i mean that's the thing and i hate and i hate these like these these you know oh i got that i'll take him down i'm like that's not good you guys are distracting you guys are are headline grabbing and you're wasting uh time and news space with this stuff i mean that's horrible that he did that of course he did you you're telling me that you don't think that trump just drops racial expletives like he's taken off his shoes like when he when he's behind closed doors really yeah so um Amarosa, there's a few more bullet points to that. Uh, on top of the N-word, uh, she was offered hush money after being fired from the White House, and this has been corroborated. Um, she's witnessed Trump uh, chewing up a note after meeting with Cohen. She... <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know if that's like illegal. That's just a weird thing he does. Yeah. <laughs> like he just... Like that, like his, his, his staff has to stop him from eating official documents, so he just tears <laughs> them up. Yeah. And um, she has been contacted by the FBI, and finally Washington Post has confirmed that her tapes do exist. But again, like, Trump commits a hundred crimes a day. By this point, we have enough to put him in jail for a billion, billion years it do- if he was a normal citizen. Yeah, it doesn't right. really matter at this point. It's just, why, why should he not... I don't know, shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue. He can only do one life sentence. Yeah, you know, it's like the thing with the PP tape. I don't care about the PP tape other than I just want him to be embarrassed. Yeah. But, like, I don't... Also, I don't, the other thing about the PP tape is he's not peeing on anybody. Like, it's Russian hookers peeing on a bed, right? Right. Uh, he's probably fully dressed in the video. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> who cares? Like, I, I don't, I don't, like, yeah, that sounds like something he'd probably do. You know, it's like that joke I heard about Michael Jackson, you know, towards the, towards the end of his year, like, anything about him could be true. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's like it's also is that illegal in any way to pay hookers to Russian hookers to pee on a mattress in Russia? Is that I don't think that's illegal, right? Who cares? So, so I hear the I hear what you're saying that the Russian hookers and um is a thing, right? But might I ask you, have you considered what about Harry Truman and the deep freeze scandal? <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you thought about Chappaquiddick? Ah, uh, well, you know, a president can't keep track of everything his staff does. So what we have here is we have a, uh, it's a list of responses for Nixon backers by uh, Art Buckwald. It says, these are, these are difficult times for people who are defending the Nixon administration. No matter where they go, they are attracted by pseudo-liberals, McGovern lovers, heterosexual constitutionalists, and paranoid John Dean believers. As a public I service, I am printing responses for loyal Nixonites when they are attacked at a party. Please cut it out and carry it in your pocket. And it's just this wonderful list of um, responses that's right out of today's world, including things that are like buttery mails, right? Yeah. It's like anytime someone brings up one of Trump's crimes, they're like, what about Hillary? Well, fucking what does one thing have to do with another? Yeah, these are like your Bob Dole facts. Like, it's like, yeah, like what about... Yeah. So Chappaquiddick was a weird thing where Ted, uh, uh, Ted Kennedy crashed off a bridge drunk after a wild sex party at a lodge at Chappaquiddick and a woman died and he didn't go to jail. But I guess because he was a Democrat, anytime people are like, I think Nixon broke the law, and everyone's like, what about Chappaquiddick? What does that have yeah. to do with anything? Um, oh, my favorite was uh, <laughs> uh, the press is blowing the whole thing up. Yep. Number uh, whatever four. Nixon did was for national security. Actually, a lot of people are saying that about Trump right now with his baby cages. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you know those like kids. That. Those kids could be MS-13 sleeper sleeper cells. Oh, we do have things in slippery slope news. Uh, wait well, well, wait till all the facts well, well, come out, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. And and what about Chappaquiddick? <laughs> the, the, the Democrats are sore because they lost the election, which, oh, my God, people definitely use that one today. Well, you know, the only thing wrong with Watergate and also dumb Watergate, which is what we're in now, is they got caught. So are you going to believe a rat like John Dean or the president of the United States? Hey, Franklin D. Roosevelt did a lot worse things, okay? Uh, if you, in, you do realize that if you impeach Nixon, you get Agnew. Yeah, well, I'm sick and tired of hearing about Watergate, and so is everyone else. That's the, if you impeach Nixon and get Agnew, is definitely something people use with um, Trump. They're like, well, you know, if you impeach Trump, you end up with uh, Mike Pence. Do you really want that? Yes. Yes, I do. Because I'll tell you what, when we've discussed this before, only Trump has the Trump effect. Only he can walk around and just fucking say whatever comes to his head and then just go, hey, you know, it's great, my penis. Well, about boobity bop, badoop bop, bam, gotta go. Like, and, and he now still suddenly gets to... everyone has to debate it and pretend like he's a serious yeah. character. He's the only one who can do that, though. He made a deal with the devil somehow, like, he or he found a fucking genie lamp or something and. Like, his first wish was for his stupid hair. His second wish was for that dumb building he has. And then the third wish was to be, like, president. Or to have at least 35% of all people anywhere believe anything he says. Yep. Well, you know, Nixon made a mistake, but he's only human. Hey, Franklin Roosevelt did a lot worse things. I I'm not for breaking the law, but sometimes you have to do it to save the country. <laughs> Friggin', that's crazy that these are they recycled so many of these. Yep. Um, oh, so before you get into slippery slope news, uh, they think they found D.B. Cooper, by the way. D.B. Cooper? Yeah. Huh. DB, you don't know who D.B. Cooper is? Nope. D.B. Cooper is the only man, or the only the only man, woman, or child, the only person to ever uh, successfully commit air piracy. 
<laughs> and get away. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like back in the 60s, uh, he hijacked a plane, uh, made them bring him money and like two parachutes, and then jumped out somewhere over Washington, and they never found him. Um, and like uh, the, he wrote note, the, the, there's a big thing. Anyway, uh, some people think they got him. Like enough people, like uh, there's some, I think some a TV producer and some filmmakers. Anyway, so they think they they figured out who he is, and maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a story on DB Cooper uh, later on. But yeah, famous air piracy guy. Like 50 years later, they figured it out. Maybe. That's cool. Well, I'm I'm on his side. I hope he gets away with it. Me too. Me too. All right. What's in slippery slope news? What kind of slope are we slippery sliding down now? So you know that old adage of uh, first they came for uh, the whatever, but I didn't say anything because I'm not that. Then they came for the next thing, and I didn't say because I'm not that. And then yeah. they came for me, and there was no one around to say anything. Mm-hmm. Well, first they came for undocumented workers, and some people might not have said anything because they're not an undocumented worker. Right. And people that we see on Facebook might have said, why can't they just come over legally like a, like like people I know did? They, they need to come over legally, even if though it takes like 10, 15, 20 years. But okay, let's play that game. Let's spend 20 years and millions of dollars getting over to America legally. Guess what? That's also not enough anymore because uh, now the dreaded forehead monster, what's his name? Um, something Steve Miller? Oh, I just call him... Uh, uh... Because he looks like Polly Shore. I just call him Angry Polly Shore. <laughs> Angry Polly Shore is now pushing to deport 200,000 legal immigrants. 200,000 people that came over into America legally, he wants to kick out. And the re- he's not giving a reason, by the way. He's just um, he's just trying to create a way, a stipulation to make it sound like something that his um, like Trump followers would support. Yeah. And in this case, it's um, they're trying to say, oh, these are just people that came over here and they're sucking all of our resources dry. And how they're backing that up is they're saying if any of these immigrants, if any immigrant right to America has ever used any sort of uh, government assistance, they will now be deported under Forehead Monsters rules. That's, and by yeah. the way, that includes Obamacare, which was required by law for people to enroll in if they didn't have health care. Right. So now it's possible the immigrants will be deported for following the law. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that just goes with their narrative of like, it's 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 not only warned. If you look at casting, it... They're just casting a really wide net to nope. make sure that they can deport as many people as possible. I don't... So, yeah. So, here's the thing. And this is where I think it's been going. And I don't know if it'll get there. And this could just be called Pete's Paranoia Corner. But if you look at it... All right. So, anytime that you, you, you want to get rid of, like... You want to get rid of people. You got You start out and you attack the most vulnerable, which are, like, you know, immigrants and, like, people that are on the fringes, right? Like, people that can't go to the police, people that can't, don't, don't have access to counsel and lawyers, right? You attack right. the vulnerable. But, so, now we want to get rid of people that were on, you know, Im- immigrants that were on public assistance. Maybe next we just get rid of anybody who's ever accepted public assistance, you know what I mean? And so now if we can legally attack yeah. poor people, we can attack dissidents, and we can attack people that don't like what we're doing, right? We can go out exactly. and fucking get them. Uh, We've been waiting for that for a long time, because you said it yourself, that now that you see that um, they're willing to put babies in cages, you know they'll come for you. Yeah, dude, They're just working I'm, their way up to political dissonance. Yeah, I'm way less cuter than a baby. And I don't even think babies are cute, but I do think that if people had to decide between me and a baby... They're probably going to choose the baby. Oh, I will say this, and this may sound racist of me. And when I say it may sound racist, I mean it will probably sound racist. I do think that, like, Hispanic babies are real cute. 
Actually, I'm going to go a little further. I think all babies except for Caucasian babies look cute. And I don't know why I feel that way. Hmm. I it feel must like be your systemic racism. Maybe. I feel like white babies just look like Winston Churchill, right? I mean, kind of <laughs> funny if you give them a cigar and a top hat, but not exactly <laughs> cute. But like, you know, uh babies that are not white, I'm like, "Oh, that's a cute baby." So anyway, I think huh? all all babies weird me out. I wish that people were just like born as cats, and then they go from like kitten to cat to uh, like toddler, and then I could accept. Yeah, them that would actually make house. it. That would make that would make everything a lot easier if you could just like. Because then they would actually be cute when they're born. And it's like, oh, look at little kitty, and then it's like it grows up. It's like, oh, my cat learned how to talk. I guess that was my child. Whoops! Here, let me give you the right feed bowl. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, yeah, but no, that's and that's where they're going. Oh, now we're gonna get now we're gonna get legal immigrants. That's and that's the step, man. That's the big jump. If we can get rid of legal immigrants, uh, which I don't even know why we're calling them legal immigrants. If we can just get rid of people who are here and not breaking the law without even giving reason, man, we've passed the corner. But I don't. The reason I don't think it's getting there is I think his government is is folding too fast for all that to happen. I think he's trying to do stuff, and you can already we see hope. that like Congress we is kind of. Huh? We hope, we hope, yeah. we hope that his government will fold well, look at and it this disappear. Way. So but remember, the Russians might give the Republicans the midterms coming up, and if they do that and the Republicans can hold on to power, then Trump yeah. can just start doing whatever he it's wants. It's possible, he's but he's clearly going to be in power for even, the rest of his life. Even Congress is playing don't wake daddy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, too, I, and this is what I wonder about the Russian game, I don't know if they're emboldened or if they know that they've been found out, and so maybe they don't do it this. If they were smart, because election meddling, or at least to do it well, is a very light touch, right? Yes. Um, so, like, it would behoove them to not do it and then maybe do it again later, you know? Maybe. I don't know. You think that they would? No, I don't think they're going to hunker down like that and then try or, it again later because yeah, or maybe if, just they, go, maybe if they don't meddle in. this time, and, and besides, the FBI and uh, other intelligence operatives have already said that Russia is definitely gearing up to meddle again. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so, so we know that they're about to try. Yeah, we may not get the red wave. I hope we do. I hope we have enough people to fight back, uh, especially at, like the state level. But that's a problem. It's like people have become so like at least people used to pay lip service to the Constitution and everything, but like they become so drunk with power that like there's a guy in I can't remember what state he's a republican he's in a runoff but he has something to do with the he he refuses to recuse himself from the recount or whatever that he is running in huh so his argument ain't no law says i have to i can't remember what district that's in and what state that's in but it's some kind of runoff uh, and it sort of reminds me of how they keep saying well you know collusion ain't actually a crime yeah so that's a, that's a, that was a weak argument and they really shouldn't have like they shouldn't have, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's part of their narrative, but that's a dumb thing, because everybody's like, no, it's, it's a fucking crime. Like, we all agree. Yeah. Uh, like, it's, it's absolutely a crime. Like, yeah. Um, uh, speaking ahead. of crimes, quick uh, sidebar. One of Trump's earliest Republican supporters, uh, Representative Chris Collins, was just arrested Wednesday by the FBI for insider trading, which yeah. is weird how everyone associated with Trump is uh, becoming a criminal. I don't think becoming. I think they've always been criminals. Or um, it's just uh, I, I, I said that wrong. Uh, it's just weird how everyone that's associated with or uh, um damn it I wrote this down wrong. That's what's wrong here. It's just weird how everyone that Trump's associated with it, it just seems like they're a criminal or something, right, Pete? Yeah, but what about Chappaquiddick? It's almost as if they are. Yeah, what about Chappaquiddick? 
Uh, so the thing is, and this is one guiding light that I, I'm like, oh, that was good. So as soon as Trump flew off again to play golf at the taxpayer's expense, uh, which is great that yeah. we can't afford stuff that we need, but we can afford By the way, if, um, if Trump had not gone to a single game of golf for the last uh, year and a half and we put all that money into health care, we'd all have health care. Yeah. Uh, wait, are you sure? Because that seems like health care is in the trillions, and I don't feel like he has spent trillions on golf. No, no, that's the Republicans' narrative that it's in the trillions, not reality. Oh, okay. Well, um, we, we discussed that last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, like, so Congress is playing the world's biggest game of uh, "Don't Wake Daddy." Uh, yes. If you remember the old child's game, I guess it was like Operation, where you're trying to play the game without waking the daddy uh, yeah. by passing Russian sanctions when he was golfing. So that was amazing. As soon as he was out there, they went and passed it, and now Russia is already bitching about this. Yeah, well, you know, this, this I got is unacceptable, comrade. I got one thing to say, and it is, fuck you, Russia. Go back to your fucking bread lines. Jeez, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, tur- tur- I-, I like the idea of them being in turnip lines because a turnip such an unappealing. Thing. Yeah, go go stand in your fucking raw turnip lines, like, <laughs> like fuck off. Like, you guys haven't given us anything since uh. Uh, what's his name? Uh, since you're you're the guys that wrote literature back before Stalin killed everyone, um, yeah. So since you know, then you've given nobody anything but like bad dental work and like you know turnips. Fun, so fun fact about uh about Russia: their money is so worthless that the one McDonald's that we managed to put into Russia it doesn't send any um ruples back to America, but instead it uses those ruples to buy vodka inside of Russia, and then it sends it exports the vodka back to America, and then we sell that here, and that's how that's how McDonald's gets money out of Russia <laughs> because the vodka is worth yeah. more than their shitty money. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe this is crappy of me, but I don't. I've met a lot of Russians. I don't like them, uh, for the most part. Uh, I have, they're annoying. I have a cousin. I have a cousin with two adopted Russian kids, and uh, I haven't really gotten to know them that well. But that's just sort of uh, they're either they're either okay or they're sleeper agents, and they're actually tiny little men. I think it's the latter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, I guess at the end of this I'll just give a big, fuck you, Russia, do something about it. And they but, will, because they're murdering people in other countries. Um, which see, is what they is got my... this, That's what they got the sanctions slapped on them for, for gassing people in, like, you know, on other sovereign soil. What about Chappaquiddick? You have not answered my questions yet. Yeah, so we passed some Russian sanctions, which is good, which means that maybe Congress is not completely lost. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I enjoyed this immensely today. Uh, so to to bring back up some more Ben Shapiro news, he has um, offered Cortez uh, ten thousand uh, dollars to debate him, and yeah, well, I like I that. Uh, that. I, I want to see if I can find her tweet because um, it was really really great. Because uh, like he's just he's calling her dumb and like uh, so socialism doesn't work. He's a real conservative lover. Like he, I mean, a real a real uh, um, a real. There- lover of pure capitalism like that's kind of his his whole thing there's sure a whole lot of these people that are all like whatever socialism bad but they're still willing to take all of everyone else's money all the money from the poor to then pour it into the military which just recruits the poor and then gets them killed yeah uh but she said something great like uh but and they also sure do seem to love their uh their, their paved streets and their uh firefighters and their police force and all this other socialist stuff why is all that okay but uh people wanting health care and education not but why should we have guns that shoot children instead of you know 
education. So look, I'm okay. You know them. what? Let's delegislate guns, but also let's get everybody health care. So if I get shot, yeah. at least I can go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. So hold on. So she responds to Ben Shapiro. You ready for this? Yes. So some guy goes, uh, she refused to respond to Ben Shapiro's 10K debate offer, and she responded, uh, just like catcalling, I don't owe a response to unsolicited requests from men with bad intentions. Also, <laughs> like catcalling, for some reason they feel entitled to one. Yeah, why would you Why would you debate something with somebody who's a bad faith debater? Uh, just to waste your time and yeah. Your so you body. know that like you so you know that like he doesn't he's not actually interested in like a civil discourse. You know, uh, because anybody that attacks socialism is evil in and of itself, does not have your best interest at heart, and is probably carrying around some Koch brother money, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not even socialism that... Well, okay, for her, she's a democratic socialist, right? She calls herself that. But, I don't know. I'm saying it's not pure socialism that she's peddling. It's uh, a reasonable this is the future we need to accept that type of socialism that we all need to be looking at because all the rest of the entire civilized world has it besides america where we are so far behind it's like just us in papua new guinea that doesn't have a maternity leave i think yeah. guaranteed so the yeah the it's thing is insane. like look maternity leave oh, oh and i oh god maternity leave i got so mad about this i don't know if you saw this recently but somebody was selling uh giving advocating giving women maternity leave but taking it out of their like pension or like their, their oh fuck off and someone goes that's not maternity leave that's a goddamn loan and i go yeah just give them like then that's the thing is people like if you if if paying people a fair wage and like decent benefits uh, you know, and like reasonable like uh, 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 stuff will bankrupt you, then you shouldn't be in business. Yeah, if, yeah, that's that's not a real business. That's a that's a con that someone's just getting away with. If the only way I can stay in business, it's like a pyramid. Is, yeah, yeah. With with sla- if the only way you, your business operates is with borderline slave labor, you might not have a very successful business. So yeah, so here's the biggest thing. So the South used to depend completely on slave labor. So uh, slaves went away, and the South is doing generally well. Not fine, but you know, they're they're the economic system is working without slavery, and the economic system will work with like you know. Um, there's so much more I want to say about it. We're running out of time, but like the idea that like innovation comes from being forced, right? So you're paying yeah. people. You're paying people without. Like, Without mother necessity, where would we be, Peter? Yeah. Well, we'd be at Chappaquiddick, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, getting our Mur- joints worked on, getting drunk and murdering women, but using our connections hookers. to get us off, like the Kennedys. Uh, I am uh, not a jelly donut. <laughs> but you can eat my jelly donut. Uh, but yeah, like, the idea that, like, if you have to pay people a fair wage and, like, so you can't afford people, but you really want to get your product out there, you'll find a way to make it work. Like, you'll, you know, like, uh, uh, the mother of invention, necessity is the mother of invention. Like, it'll happen. You know, what drove the Industrial Revolution was a plague that killed everyone, and then uh, people uh, went to, uh, you know, their liege lords and whatnot, and they were, you know, he was like, ah, I'm, I'm going to need you to harvest all the barley. And they were like, oh, righto then. Uh, but look, uh, there's like five of us left, and uh, we're going to be wanting a decent wage. And the guy in the back's like, hey, ask about maternity leave. Yeah, and we want maternity leave too. And, uh, you know, the Lord was like, that's p- 
preposterous. So basically, a worker shortage uh, forced them instead instead of paying workers more money, they invented machines <laughs> to do the work. So being shitty to human beings actually brought on the technological revolution. Yar. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, you know, people are like, and this is my favorite thing. They go, "You want to pay fast food workers? You want your 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 burgers at McDonald's going to be twenty dollars a burger?" And I go, and then McDonald's will go out of business. But I doubt that like McDonald's is just going to pass it on to the consumer. You know what I mean? Yep. That's not how business works. Like it's not just like that, God. We need a better. That's why, go ahead. I was just say that's also why we've been why the world's been talking more and more about just paying people. Uh, a cost of living, right? Or a basic, what's it called? Basic income, universal basic income. Yeah. Because eventually all of our jobs are just going to be automated. Robots are going to do everything for us. And then what are we going to do? Just have mass unemployment? That, no, no, that, no, 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 no. I got chaos. this solved. You ready? You ready for this? Huh. We'll join the army. Oh, we could join Space Force. Yeah, we can join Space Force. Because the army seems to be like anywhere that's poor and there's no things, people are like, well, I guess I'll go get shot at for a couple of years. So <laughs> Speaking of um, joining the army, by which I mean speaking of our veterans, by which I mean speaking of that's cute news for this uh, week. Wrap us up with that's cute news. Okay, and that's cute news, veteran affairs. Uh, turns out this week that the head of Marvel Entertainment is, and also a Palm Beach doctor and a Baltimore lawyer, none of whom are U.S. veterans, but all of whom are Mar-a-Lago members, have basically been running the VA for a year and a half. Why is that bad? Why is that bad? Because they're just people that, for the cost of admission to a country club, get to be in charge of our veterans when they have no idea what our veterans need, uh, what their health care needs are, what the history of it, have, um, what ha- type of touch we need, what type of light touch or hard touch have, we need in different My question cases. to you is, have they been doing a better or worse job than the previous Veterans Affairs people? Do you really think the Trump administration will give us accurate records of anything? Yeah, that's true. I just like I just can't imagine that anybody could do a worse job even if they turned all the veterans affairs buildings into like a um slaughterhouse shoot. So like it looks like a normal door and you just walk in and like a thing kills you and then they just turn them the veterans into hamburgers. Oh, oh and uh, guess who's the um the mayor of Knox, Tennessee is now? Uh oh yeah, Kane from the WWE is now the mayor of Knox, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Some people tried to say it like it was a bad thing. I was like, no, it's awesome. I don't know if it's good or bad because I don't know what his politics are. But I guess it's I guess it's this. It doesn't matter what his politics are because he's just gonna choke slam Knox, Tennessee's problems through a table. Yeah. It doesn't matter what your problems is. Um, you know, we we've had a we've had a, said so. We've had a pretty mixed bag, I guess, with um you know, I don't remember Schwarzenegger being that bad for California. I don't think Jesse the Body Ventura was awful for Minnesota, although he went deep state crazy before it was cool and I think is hiding out in Mexico City now because he says they want to kill him. <laughs> so uh, I don't know, I don't man. Know. Hey, this guy I'm I'm gonna watch. I'm excited to see this at least because... And if anyone's curious, Kane is a libertarian, but I haven't looked enough into it to know if he's like an actual libertarian <sighs> or, is or he if like he's a... just like a, a Republican that calls taxes. All right. Theft. So real quick, I used to think I used to think I was a libertarian because I thought that they wanted deregulation of almost everything and like no borders and like you know. Like yeah, less... yeah. That's um. That is a uh, one form of libertarianism. Yeah. You just don't tend to see people going that far with it. 
Uh, I was kind of because it was it was the closest thing that kind of lined up to uh, to anarchist uh, when yes, I was younger. It is, and I, it's I, very similar to anarchist, and I like that. And I'm like, yeah, man, fuck in, it. In many we'll, ways, we'll solve like, our they own believe problems. That the, they believe that the government should take care of only essential services that. Um, and nothing else. And then where the line is drawn for what is essential services can be debated from there. You know, I'm not a bad... I'm not, I don't think that's a bad idea to maybe talk about that and more... That seems good. I like maybe that. Maybe. In the we can talk about that more in the future. I mean, we'd have to keep consumer protection, I think, as an essential service because whatever what happens when you deregulate companies, they fucking, Except they fucking pour the toxic waste into children's nurseries. Yeah, like, almost, uh, almost instantly. You, you do you do realize that's the Trump administration's policies, right? They yeah. deregulate all this stuff, and now it's okay to pour poison into drinking water again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like uh, uh, the, the the governor of uh, Florida did some shit with deregulating stuff, and then all the fish died, and they tried to hide it. Which, I, <laughs> which in my mind, sounds like a sitcom where he's like, help me put these fish in a jacket! I, I picture it being like in a I Love Lucy, and he's like stuffing the fish into his mouth before anyone comes in and sees that they're dead. Yeah, yeah, just like raking them out of the ocean trying to hide them because he de- – yeah, anyway, that's <laughs> that's a problem. It's like anytime you deregulate a company, they go, maybe we can just make children's cribs out of pure asbestos. <laughs> um, yeah. Which, by the way, if you didn't know this, uh, Trump just made it legal for the Russians to start shipping it back into America. So the Russians are playing a long game. They fucked with our elections. They're messing stuff up. Now they're going to sell us asbestos so they can kill us slowly and give us cancer over the next 40 years. Yeah. And, you know, like the uh, California's laws against um, pollution did actually improve the car industry because the car industry had to actually shift to meet California demands. Yeah. And because it's such an enormous demand in California, because it's a huge place with lots of people, they just started changing the... Um, changing how they make all their cars because that was easier than making just special cars for California. Right. But Trump is now going to make a federal law that overwrites the state law and makes it so it's okay to sell um, smog cars in uh, California. Again. Right. And if you look and back that's at that's like... going to fuck the whole planet. And this is going to be, this is a huge state versus federal or state's rights issue. This is a huge state's rights issue. And of course, Fox News isn't going to talk about it. Or if they do, they'd be on Trump's side because they've never cared about state's issues. They only care insofar as I want my slaves and the, you know, modern equivalents thereof. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, well, the thing about it was, and I know we're going over time here. uh, So California used to be able to, states could set their own uh, emission standards, but they had to get federal approval, I guess, to change them. And that was cool. And I think that's good. And I think states should be able to tighten uh, emission standards, uh, you know, based on the state. Um, I mean, like, as much as I hate states' rights, they do make sense in a lot of instances, you know, that states know best in some instances how to govern their stuff. Um, but overriding that is insane. Yep. Uh, so when we're living on a, a planet with a runaway greenhouse effect and we're all dying, uh, if he's still alive, which I can't imagine he would be, I'm gonna go find Trump in the wastelands, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find him. I don't know. Is he still gonna be hiding out at Mar-a-Lago, like playing golf in like a desert course? You know, like everything's <laughs> just dead. You know, he's already built high walls around his um, Ireland Mar-a-Lago just so that whenever the, whenever the greenhouse or whenever global warming raises the ocean levels, his golf course will not be underwater. So he'll probably be over there in like his uh, Astrodome. He's fled from America and he's just hiding out in Ireland. Uh, oh, we know. Uh, you know what? He'll dome. be in space. 
he'll he'll launch the whole golf course into space yeah, and be space. like, ha, suck it, suckers. That's what Space Force is for. It's to get him into space as he destroys the planet. That could be his ultimate goal. It wasn't a Chinese hoax after all. It was me trying to kill you. Ha, suck it. <laughs> Bigly. I'm right. in space. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's uh, that's it for this episode. Uh, please make sure that uh, if you are listening, just go on Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. Give us a like. Give us a couple stars. Give us no stars, whatever. Write us a thing about how much you hate us. You can also email us with things that you'd like to hear about uh, at uh, what are, what are those muckrakers at Gmail? Those muckrakers at Gmail or, or tweet at us. We're we're somewhere on Twitter, aren't we? At those muckrakers. Yeah, just Google those muckrakers. Find us. Uh, come after us. Uh, I don't know if we've made our one super fan happy. I know he was very upset that we didn't talk about uh, all the research that he provided us on uh, Loretta Scott King uh, talking about how racist Jeff Sessions was. Uh, my response to him is, I think we all know that Jeff Sessions is a racist Keebler elf, and you don't have to research to find it. You just have to listen to him talk. We have like literally hundreds of hours of us ranting about Jeff Sessions in previous podcasts. Yeah. Just re- just listen to our old episodes. We, we can't recover all. We can't retread old ground too often. Yeah, we can't spend all our time talking about Jeff Sessions and how if you are brown, you will be detained. If you are brown, you will be detained. If you think about the color brown for too long. You will be detained. If you think about Chappaquiddick for too long, you will be detained. If you ask me my name, I will tell you Pudding Tang. <laughs> ask me again, and I will tell you the same. But really, though, what about Chappaquiddick? <laughs>